Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. So let me first apologize. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you wherever you may be. As the introduction suggests, my name is Jeffrey Wright, joined by program director at 929 FM ESPN, Brad Carson. Brad, good day, sir. Merry Christmas to you, Jeffrey Wright. Merry Christmas to you and to all. I think the best Christmas present that we all could have asked for, particularly here in the radio business, was the return of John Moran. It was amazing. Is there any player that makes this big a difference on an NBA team? So... And we have a lot to get to. I know we've got guests. you got it all lined out here. We have the... We had the We had the the MVP chance. Yeah. But there is kind of a Tyreek Hill element here. Yeah. Where, now, I would also point this out. Um, There's a lot of people that are going to skate by because everyone's happy that Jaw's back that are not going to answer some tough questions. Because, (laughs) I'm sorry, it's not as if this was the first time we've seen a team without Jaw Morant. Right. We know... What it looks like. And the reality is, this team was either dogging it or they were like, they, they, like, I don't know any other way to put it. They were either dogging it or they had just quit. I think he's the leader on the team. That, and I know that's a very obvious thing to say, but he, I I was naive in thinking that without Ja, as we were guessing him, and, and, and you, I thought, were, all along sort of kind of called it, you know, not, and you weren't proud about it. It was just, it is what it is. You know, it was like, we're being real about it, how bad they were without Ja. I just thought somebody on that squad would, would pick up the slack as a, as a huddle leader. And I know Marcus Smart gave it a try, but the problem is he doesn't, he's not playing. 
You know, so like I, I'm just surprised that. But to Desmond Bain said it after the game yesterday. It's like 12 is is he's clearly the the leader of the team. There's no question on that, and I'm with you. I also think though, what you did during those 25 games that counts too. Right, and it's it's a measure of stuff you got to get fixed. Correct. Yeah. But what I would what I would overall point out is, I kind of I was under the impression when Marcus Smart was ripping them. I was under the impression that was kind of like, uh, you know, asking the freshman to hit the uh, the senior that throws 95. Yeah, and I might have decided last night they need to trade Marcus Smart. Well, it's not even, like, to me, like, I do want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's the reality of if Vince Williams can actually give you the like, oh, I don't yeah. even care that he scored two points. No, he was plus, like, I think he was plus 15 or just, 17 just, for the you game. You need him to defending. fill that defensive role. Yeah. He's long. Right. Yeah. Who cares if, he, like, you, no. your score, offense is going to— Go gonna, score three points, four correct. or five points a game, and then do, defend the best player. The problem, though, that I'm looking at is I thought this is just a straight-up talent deficiency problem. Right. There seemed to be an effort problem. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's and fair. And I— I have been someone that's been pretty consistent on this in the sense that I don't think Taylor Jenkins was doing a great job, but I've always believed coaching in the NBA is arguably like yep, the best coach I think makes a like a two game difference. I think that's fair. And so I like, it's yeah. a roster. It is definitely a roster thing. Okay. But where I'm willing to sit there and say come on, come all, the fact that literally just adding job back Shows that this team clearly had an effort problem. Right. Like, I think there are legitimate questions of, like, how could you not get them motivated? Why was this team? This team quit. Yeah, and if to your point, you know, Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain, I think, has been giving a lot of effort. It does help that he gets no, dry, I think dry Desmond and Jaren, yeah. it's kind of like, it's like you you sit there and go, Des, Jaren, you're dismissed. Right. And now you sit there and you go, What's up with you, Zaire? What's up with you, Taylor Jenkins? What's up with you, uh, you know, the Santi? Z- the Zaire Co- thing and Contra thing is weird, though. Those two players yesterday, it was really, it was like Ja totally made them all-world players all of a sudden. Yes. Like, and it's just, maybe it's to your point, maybe it just was a lack of effort. Well, at least with Zaire, I can kind of conceptualize that because he does one thing well. Right. We don't. First of all, I would argue the one thing he does well is not play basketball. But he does one thing well, which is run and jump. Right. And, and he, he when he's on, he also is a streak shooter. Correct. He's three of four from but three left. It's not dribbling. It's not he's not a no. skilled player. He's not a ball handler. He's a he I think that's it. In the end, he's not skilled. Right. He is athletic as hell, but he's not skilled. Yep. And so at least with Ja, it makes sense why he's better. But my bigger deal is why is this entire team? Why do they look like why do they look like a completely different team? Because it is we wild. can acknowledge Ja Morant makes them better. No duh. Yep. But we've also seen them without Ja for multiple stretches. And they've never they never looked this bad as they did. And now it looks like like to me, there should not be this situation where it's like it feels like a completely new season. I will I will also defend them a little bit and say when you have a full arena like that, I yeah. do think that that helps the, the juice. A right? Lot. No, I, I'm with you, but they didn't have a full arena in New Orleans, right? And the, this is the the two games that they have looked the closest to whatever they are 
is Wednesday night and last night, or whatever, mm-hmm. Tuesday night and last night. That's right. And the big question is, why Why did it take this long? Mm-hmm. Because they clearly, there was, and again, maybe it's just like you're sitting around going, well, we know he's coming back, and so whatever. And so you just had that kind it's of attitude. It's almost too wild of a change. And this is one of the best teams in the league, by exactly. the way, offensively, that you just played and you beat pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, it is. It almost is too much. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I, I mean, love the, it. I love it. And I know the fans are excited today. Right. And we're so stoked that he's back. But it is wild. It is very wild. It's a wild change, Jeffrey. I mean, I'm thinking back to the interview that Fish yeah. did with Cha afterwards. And Fish is like, comment was like, you, you held him to 103 points. Like, what happened? And Ja's answer was basically like, we tried. Yeah. That was basically the answer I got, too. And, yeah. like, at a certain point, Again, I am totally with it. There's no question. My wife even said, she's like, wait, it's fun to watch the Grizzlies again. Yes. And it's like, yes, it is. The problem is the 25 games counted. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's that we're up like, against it here. Correct. It's right. not as if the rest of the league's going to go, timeout. Okay, Jaws back. Mm-hmm. Let's restart. The work that you did, or I would argue the lack of work you that you did. You put it on the board. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. And that counts. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like there are some people that need to answer for just how terrible that was. <laughs> I think that's fair. Because it, this shouldn't be – it's one thing to sit there and you go, all right, they've added their best player back. That looks different. You should not feel like I'm watching a new basketball team. You do. And it's 100% you do. Yes. I mean, am I am I missing something here? Like, I found myself last night getting angry. <laughs> it was a long twenty-five games, Jeffrey. Right. It's it's a it's a wild and miraculous swing with just one player. I totally agree. I think now. Does no one have any professional pride? I think the organization is waiting to get the full roster back to see what they've got, at least without Stephen Adams. And what I mean by that is, you know, you get Rose healthy, not that he's going to help. At least you're not playing Gilliard, but you're going to be playing Marcus Smart, presumably in the slot where um, Vince Williams is. And then you're also, yeah. you're going to get another shooter back. In Kennard. Yep. And I, like, that is, like, in the end, that is, like, that's the endeavor, is making the evaluations of what those guys look like. But I think now what we've just decided is, who cares what those guys look like? Because it seems like the only thing that actually matters is Ja being back on the floor. And then what does that mean? That means more effort, it appears. It seems like it means more effort, but I also think what it really crystallizes and it distills, do not get attached to anyone not named Ja Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr. Because <laughs> I, I think what we've seen is everyone else should be replaceable. I think that's fair. That, because, I, I, I think we all agree on that. I think and, everyone and, agrees on that. And the concern that I've always had with this front office is this front office likes uh, their kind of guys and guys that they pick, and I think they hang on. Yeah, but I think that's going to change now. If I And I'm not speaking for the organization. My read on it, it should be. It should be now when you draft. Mm-hmm. You draft four-year players. You draft not, not for we're taking a flyer ons in the teens. In other words, when you make a draft pick – 
I think they have such a luxury when you have Desmond Bain that you hit on at 30, and you hit on the two-pick, obviously, with John Morant. That was a, that was a no-brainer. And you, you had Jaron Jackson already on the roster when you moved in. So those are your, your core three. So, I think the, the problem is you get so ambitious that you think that you can take flyers on guys in the teens, and you, you really probably shouldn't be doing that, and I think that will change. So I think the way that I would define it is it wasn't even necessarily like they're taking flyers. It was almost like they got into the draft and they were t- playing it like they were taking a test. And the test is uh, can, we, can we hit Right. And can we get value? And the answer is no. Well, and like some no. of these guys, like, okay, when you consider where they were drafted, like you can Aldama you got you hit on and right. you got value and you were you But you like, really even like let's take the, let's, yeah. let's take Vince Williams, for instance. Okay. The uh, number of NBA games that you've gotten from someone drafted, what was it, the fifties? Was he in yeah, it was round two, yeah, he was, he was late, fourth, late second. So if you get that many NBA games from somebody drafted in the 50s... You've almost already maximized what... That yeah. is a quote-unquote yeah. hit. You hit. Yeah, I fear... Yeah. But it feels like that rather than the endeavor being we're trying to put a roster together, it was we're trying to get hits. Right. And it's like... it. It's like hitting three singles and then eventually three guys strike out and you didn't get... You didn't score. Yeah. But hey, three guys got hits. Right. And you didn't, you didn't actually change the scoreboard. And so that's kind of I think that will change. I think that will change when you see these guys draft again. I think it'll change when they're, you know, looking at what they're going to do with Marcus Smart and what they're going to do with these picks and the late late season moves. I mean, it's I doubt they'll make moves though. I don't see the team with now that they've got effort and they've got job back and hopefully you get smart and you get these guys healthy like I don't see them making a bunch of moves though. Yeah, I don't I mean the question is like what moves are there to make? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, honestly, you can make the argument their move is getting job back. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly right. It's a nice move. I mean, it is a nice move, but I'm still like I don't. I maybe you're I'm still alone. PTSD from these first twenty five. Yeah, I I think you are un, you are not like what fans are experiencing though, Jeffrey. And I'm not I'm not just I'm not calling you out, bro. But it's like I can just tell you, it's like people forgot. It's like people forgot. No, it, it is truly like. I guess this would be my argument. It is truly like this has become a different season. Yes. But uh, my argument would be, hey, y'all. It's not. That season is part of this season. I don't disagree with you. I just, the fans in this market, they forgot about the first 25 games immediately. In two games. And my thing is, like, that's fine. I'm looking at it more from the the big picture perspective of. I get it. I get it. Are we just not going to act, are we not going to hold these people accountable? I uh, I think the answer is no. It was electric. It was electric, and it's. And did it, you go to the parade? I did not go to the parade inside our city. Mm. I will say, Mar- There were two columnists covering this yesterday. One yes. was parked out in front of the restaurant where there was not a parade. Mm-hmm. I think we can. Do would, would you agree with that? There was not a parade. There was not a parade. Yes. Mark Giannato, I love you, Mark. Was tweeting about what he said. The word parade in there. It was not a parade. It was the Grizzlies band. Was that the the band? I think or or a band. Yeah, it looks like it was a band, a marching band, a some, marching band. Because I horns. don't think they have. It wasn't the drum line. Yes, it wasn't the Grizz line. But but so, they, there was drumming. When I think of a parade, 
I think of an assembly. There has of, to be movement. There has to, yeah, it has to be where Jeff was at the restaurant, which is, was it Two Chains Restaurant? Who is it? Who's, is, it's it's the, the new restaurant. The Westco I'm, or whatever? Yeah, I, I might have just made that up. Um, you got, you've officially I got my rappers. I, so, so. No, no, I'm not saying that you were wrong. I got, I'm I, saying I, got I don't mixed know. Up. So. They, there was an, supposed to be an assembly by the restaurant. There was no assembly to start a parade. But there was a, a marching band and people walking together, uh, you know, was sort of this. But, I, but I, having said that, man, from that point forward where you're hearing the band outside, the rocking uh, pregame speech mm-hmm. that, that Mark chronicled for the commercial appeal and that Jeff chronicled for the Daily Memphian about Derrick Rose stepping to the microphone, that was electric mm-hmm. and, and smart for the Grizzlies to use Derrick Rose to do that. Yes, um, totally agree. And it was, it was, it was like a, It was great. It was like professional wrestling in the 80s when Hulk had to put you over. Yes. You sprinkle some Hulk dust. We yeah. got some, some Derrick Rose dust. And the, the notes that I made on the game was that Ja, and you, you nailed this, Ja just, from an effort perspective, made everybody on the court better. The, the driving kicks to Desmond clearly are great. Um, Conchar played out of his mind. He had like two blocks. He was six for six. Zaire was shooting the ball. And they held the best offensive team in the league to 103 points last night. It was a really now, big night. It is also important to note a couple of things. Number one, they were on the second night of a back-to-back. That's fair. And you saw that. Yes. And it's important to note when they beat the when they beat the Pelicans, you had Zion, who I didn't realize this. Eric apparently said that there's the rumors going around that maybe Zion has the TNT flu. Not, oh. not necessarily the real flu. Got it. The TNT, he doesn't like playing in front of Chuck and uh, uh, Chuck and Shaq because they rip him. Wow. And so that Are was, you serious? Yes, that's the, now it's ridiculous. That, that's not Eric's theory. Yeah. He said that was going around. I gotcha. The league is so wild to me. It, but, it, so we've, we're talking about two games. Yeah. Now, my bigger problem is, that's fine. Like I can conceptualize. We're talking about two games when everyone wants to go. You know, you have the somebody pump the brakes. My issue is that I test matters, it and does. this team looks like a different team. It's a totally different team. But I will say, Jeffrey, last night happened to be the same night for the twenty fifth straight loss in a row by the Detroit Pistons. There we go. All right. Oh, did you not see? Uh, for those that didn't see, our wonderful uh, one of the greatest entrepreneurs. Thought leaders, spokesmen. Andre Iguodala pointed out if you would have bet against the Pistons starting the first time they lost, if you would have bet against them and rolled it over, you would have $114,000. To which I say that's the most Andre Iguodala thing of all time because no one's better. You know, Brad, if you, how about this? Yep. Do you know that if you knew the result before you made a bet, you, do you know you'd make money? 100% of the time. Thank you. You would Thank win 100% you, Andre Iguodala. Yes. So the Pistons God, are now. Sucks. So I'm going to counter your argument right. about the Grizzlies. I'm going to try my best because I, I might think you're right about just being an effort situation and, and there's some accountability maybe needs to be had here. We need accountability, buddies. The Jazz are not playing great either. No, but and they, they beat the win. Pistons last night. They're 11 and 18. They're 3 and 13 away. Uh, but they happen to beat the Pistons last night, who are two and twenty-six. They're one and thirteen at home. They are both. I think both of those franchises we can both say are worse than the Grizzlies. Yes, 
And you would even even the Jazz. I don't even know. I don't know if you I want to say. Switch, you I don't know if I want to say franchises, but I would say those, rosters. You know, those teams, teams. Those teams are worse. So like, there's I don't two. Know. There's two. Okay, and I'm and I'm not trying to counter with the rest of the league, but I'm about to. Um, San Antonio, mm-hmm. Memphis, despite not having Victor Wembanyama, the results are better than San Antonio. Going, I think going forward, they will be better than San Antonio now, and. In some regards, their first 25 were better than San Antonio. They had a better record than San Antonio. I think that was the only team they were ahead of in the West. Right. So but, there's but three. But San Antonio's not in a competitive enterprise. That's true. They might be trying to get another pick or just trying to work in Victor right. and they're trying to see what they got. And, you know, of course, they have Greg Popovich, so everything's wonderful. But I'm saying— Another tremendous like, blowhard. Well, that's another one that you could criticize, but he's above reproach, you know, it, it seems. Oh, no, no. He, you, you cannot question. Never. Never, it, never no, question. No, but. My problem is, so you also, see where I'm going with this. I'm well, trying to. We also I'm trying have to... expectations. So, for instance, the win total for the Grizzlies was still 43 and a half. Yes, and that was a diminished win total. Do you think we'll get there? <laughs> we're at uh, right, eight. So we're at 43. But, okay, but six so we got 35 more to go. So six to get to 43, you would have to go 37 and 25. Correct. Yep, I think it's doable. I'm going to put it on the board, and it's all because of John Morant. If Ja's healthy, they'll get to – I think they'll get in the 30s at least if they've got Ja. I still think I'd bet no because it does – I do think there is a, a little bit of a sugar high element here. No, there's no doubt about it. I like mean, it's a good sugar high, bro. I mean, those are those are juju beans. Those were like the best be- jelly beans you got. Have we ever had – as stark of a contrast between the last home game was Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Has there ever been a wider disparity between scenes of one game to another from the previous home game to last night? It it showed me something about Memphis. I mean, Memphis, I think Memphis is a pro sports market and should should be a Grizzlies NBA market. I, I believe that. And there are people that don't, by the way. I believe that this is a pro market. We should upgrade that facility. And we have the Tigers and the Grizzlies in the FedEx for, in FedEx form. The, the biggest challenge is the hot, cold mentality of a lot of our fans. And I'm just calling it like I see it. And that's what happens. Like, if, if they've got a winner in front of a man, look at the Tigers. Look at the Tigers, man. Like, the Tigers, if they're ranked, even tomorrow, they're going to be on national TV on CBS. I don't think they're going to have to do the pep rally for this one. The people are going to show up. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I agree. I also think ah, that happens everywhere, man. Like It does, but it Bulls, doesn't. I don't think instance, it happens to this degree. For instance, like. It doesn't happen to this degree, Jeffrey. You no, know it does. Miami. L.A. Yeah, but the, those markets can overcome it because of the market and their ad revenue. Right. We, but, we need. A market like Memphis, you—it's why they—that's why they left Vancouver, right? Like, well, there's you, several reasons, and they also sucked in Vancouver. Well, the a and also the at that point the it was a a financial situation, right. not from oh uh, they're not making money. It was the fact that they didn't figure out how to deal with the 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 Canadian dollar, right, and how that impacted the actual bottom line. Well, the mojo there was awful in Vancouver. Greg Anthony pointed this out because I, I pointed out to him mm-hmm. that he was in the expansion draft in 95, and he, he quickly pivoted to, here's what he said. He goes, man, 
Vancouver was a wonderful city because there's been reports that they, that they would like to do so, like there would be another pro franchise that would go back to Vancouver, not necessarily NBA. Uh, obviously, you have had hockey there, but like other entities wanting to go to Vancouver. He said it's a beautiful city. I think they have MLS as well. Do they? Yeah, oh. I'm pretty sure Vancouver has MLS. But it's beautiful. And yeah, it's, and no, it's a big city. But he was like, man, the losing. And and winning cures. You're right. Uh, winning does cure a lot in some of these markets. Some of the markets can overcome it, though, with Like ad Charlotte. Revenue. Yeah. Like Charlotte's, I guess, similar to Memphis. Nashville is one that's become in vogue like Vegas, you know, where it's like they just have everything. And, you know, it's it's sort of the, it's the Austin. It's sort of like Austin, you know. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing everyone keeps doing, like, Austin. Austin only has an MLS team. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, but they got the University of Texas. I mean, that is, yeah. like, that's become their professional sports right. franchise. Now, but, but, I mean, what we're talking about here is just a total scene change from Saturday to last night. And so you watch that game last night. You watch Derrick Rose pregame. And you watch just the, the, the Grizzlies scene was great. And it just gives me hope that not only are they going to have full arenas this year, but, like, I don't see why they shouldn't give this kind of effort every night now, including Saturday. And it's a game-by-game thing because we keep talking about the projection for 35 games, Jeffrey. Yeah. But I know, it's, as you know, it's just it we'll take it game-by-game. But if you look at the game-by-game. One game at a by, time. Yeah, one at a time, baby. Like, they'll get Saturday. They should get Saturday done in Atlanta. I mean, I would certainly hope so. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Like, I keep waiting. Like, when is when is no effort going to come out? Yep. I just think if they if they play like they did last night, and I don't think they played their best game last night. By the way, no, I, I mean they they played they, they played, played a well. great game. Like and you and to your point, they think, had a team on the ropes on the back to back. But like, I mean, I think more than anything, they played hard. Yeah, yes, they played hard, and that's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask. Apparently, for. it wasn't all you could ask for for twenty five games, though. I hear you. I hear you. But I think that. That's not a problem that's not just a Grizzlies problem, though. I, I think that the roster thing actually is more of a problem than the effort thing. But the effort thing was a problem. I, I agree with you. Uh, okay, anything else that you have? Let's, what else you got on the notebook? Um, it just reminded me of what we can be, man. That, it was just fun to watch. I watched it on TV because I was, I was flipping back and forth. And No, I mean, it... It looked like a playoff game. It was amazing. It was a total flip from Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Truly, truly remarkable. The The Pistons' losses, though, I think is a way to reset your mindset a little bit, Jeffrey, because there's way worse than you in this league. Way worse. Right, but my point is, like, that's fine, but that was not what the – that was not – we didn't come into the season I going, you. you know what? Yeah, but – At least we're better than the Pistons. We did as soon as Steven Adams went down, though. I I don't think we did that. I think we did the can they still make the- Oh, I don't I think Steven Adams being out is as significant as Ja being out for the first 25. And hell, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I I think that I think we're underestimating what it's like when we don't have Steven Adams or or a center or a, you know, Jonas or whoever a, a true 5 to do pick and rolls and so that Jaron can be the 4 and I mean that's another problem. I'm not yeah, trying to make excuses, no, 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 bro, but I'm just I, no, pointing I, these things out. I agree the Steven Adams injury is significant. I yeah. also think, though, that injury should not have that injury should not have essentially put you where you are in you are in the conversation of the worst to, team yes. in the league. I and I think that's because you I think one of the things as a franchise you have to do is you have to figure out worst case scenario when things go wrong. And so if you've got an injured center that you're you're hoping 
the best, you have to assume the worst, right? So you're thinking, okay, who do we, instead of trading for Marcus Smart, are we trading for a backup five because we're loaded at the wing position? Oh, I mean, there's no question there was. They're not going to, they're not getting the amount of criticism they should have for last summer. I think that's fair. I think that, that we can both, they, through, I, they I made agree some, in, to me, like they made some inexcusable decisions. Like, yes, and I think we we were so PTSD from the Dylan Brooks thing that we were eager to replace him with a starter who was a capable version of Dylan Brooks that wasn't like to to a lot of the fans totally crazy, you know, and that wasn't talking crazy about LeBron in the playoffs. And so we got Marcus Smart there, and it was sort of a comparable version of Dylan Brooks, right? Not necessarily the right move, maybe. Indeed. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Drew Hill's going to join the program. We'll get Drew's thoughts. I think he's. I think he's trying to navigate his way through the Atlanta airport. So we'll get his thoughts on what has changed. We'll do all that next right here on the Jeff Caucus Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. It's the happiest time of the year, so the NFL has given us a present. The Baltimore Ravens travel west to take on the Niners in the game of the year. Ravens, five and a half point underdogs. I love that number. SF is just three and three against the spread at home this year, and four and five is a five and a half or greater favorite. Baltimore has only been a dog once this year and one outright. Also, you know what time it is with Lamar Jackson against the NFC. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items. Most people who gamble... Uh, do it for fun, without any problems. Some people even make a little money. I happen to know John Martin makes a little bit of money. But about 5% of the people who gamble struggle with it. Uh, too much money, too much time. And for those folks, for those of you who find yourself in that circumstance, there is the Gambling Clinic. You can check them out at thegamblingclinic.com, established in Memphis in 1999 they've worked with more than 1200 clients and they are they are neutral on gambling they're not they're not anti-gambling 
they will help you figure out your way to deal with any problems you might have. Treatment's focused on what each person's goals are and what they need to reach those goals. It's personalized um, to help each individual gain competent control over the urges to gamble and build skills to gain capacity. One-on-one privately with a therapist. Once again, it is The Gambling Clinic. Check them out online at thegamblingclinic.com. This holiday season, visit Boot Barn for top quality gifts that pay tribute to the lasting heritage of the West. From handcrafted cowboy boots and American-made felt hats to hand-stitched leather jackets, our in-store experts will help guide you as you shop, assisting with boot fitting and providing complimentary hat shaping. This holiday, share a piece of the American spirit. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Hey, listen, the holidays are upon us, and it's great to cook, great to make something spectacular, but you know what else is great? Going to Bounty on Broad, letting them do the work. The phone number's 410-8131, 410-8131. Bounty on Broad is absolutely beautiful, and the food is spectacular. So if you, by the way, happen to be booking a late party or a holiday gathering, or maybe you need some holiday catering, Bounty on Broad would be the place that I would call. It's an absolutely beautiful restaurant. It's unapologetically gluten-free. That means everything on the menu is gluten-free. It just means, honestly, they use cornmeal instead of wheat flour. makes it that much more delicious. Whatever you get, whether it's the Brussels, whether it's the pork belly confit, whether it's the fried oysters, absolutely spectacular. For your holiday gathering or holiday catering, it is Bounty on Broad. The phone number is 410-8131-410-8131-2519 Broad Avenue. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends January 2nd. Call 562-314-4603 for details eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. 
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. Hey everybody, it's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. Robert Irwin Jewelers. If you're thinking about a holiday event for family or your place of work, there's no better place than the Majestic Grill, where the holidays are magical. The decorations will make your heart melt, and there's something on Majestic's menu for everyone. To inquire about booking a corporate or special event, just just go to MajesticGrill.com slash events, leave your information, and the incredibly helpful event manager will contact you and help you set it all up. There's no better place to be for the holidays than the Majestic, but don't wait too long because it's booking up fast. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's time to make a parlay using the biggest NFL games from this weekend, starting with the Browns and Texans. No C.J. Stroud for Houston. I'm still going to take them to win the game. Browns are a different animal on the road. They've averaged only 14.5 points in their past two games outside of Cleveland. I also like the Jags as a small underdog in Tampa. Bucks haven't beaten a team with a winning record all season. Dolphins looking for a signature win. I think they get it over Dallas. Cowboys, another Jekyll and Hyde road home split team. Three and four when they leave Jerry's world. And lastly, I'm going to take the 6.5 points with New England and Denver. Patriots were competitive against Kansas City. $10 on this parlay pays around 150 bucks. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus in President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call T and Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Here comes Santa Claus, bringing holiday magic to Southland Casino Hotel this month. Join us every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. for your chance to win a share of $300,000 in free play and prizes. Earn entries daily with triple your entries on Tuesdays and Thursdays. At the finale on Saturday, December 23rd at 10.30 p.m., you could drive home in a 2024 Infinity. Visit SouthlandCasino.com for more details. Infinity is a trademark of Infinity of America and is not a sponsor of this event. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! 
Does your vehicle have over 75,000 miles? Get maximum high mileage engine protection with Syntec Full Synthetic High Mileage Motor Oil exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec High Mileage and a MicroGuard Select Oil Filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Ask for Syntec High Mileage at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. Please now to welcome to the program the Daily Memphians, Drew Hill. You can always follow him on Twitter on X at Drew Hill underscore DM, correct? Do I still have that right? Yes, that is correct. Look at me doing it straight from memory. All right, Drew, I guess let's start. Let's start here. I think we all knew John Morant was good, but what do you think is different about this time? Because we've seen we've seen this team play without John Morant before, but I don't know if we've ever seen the disparity between what they look like with him and what they look like without him. Yeah, it's crazy, honestly. Like, the whole, entire body language of the whole team changed. It's crazy. I mean, it, like, the fact that you have guys like Zaire Williams, who struggled so much, and even Santi struggled of late, and now those two guys are just, in the lineup and producing all of a sudden suggests to me that he has some sort of psychological impact on this team that's almost hard to measure. And I actually ended up talking to Zaire about it last night. And, you know, he, he essentially said, my, I think my mindset is kind of the same, but it just, it, the way his game works suits the rest of the team um, when they can play fast, when the shots come a lot easier. It was hard to picture that it would be this prominent this quickly, though, just how good he is. And I think that's kind of where that's kind of where I struggle. It's like at a certain degree, it's like, holy hell, it's like just great to have him back. We can all acknowledge that. But at the same time, it's like, should they really be this bad without him? Like, I think that's kind of the, the mental struggle that I've had when, when trying to assess just, just what we've seen the last you know, two games. No, I know. I, I, I actually, I feel like I know. Uh, I, I can assess your struggle well here because I, I'm a, a avid listener to the show. So yes, um, I know. I feel like it's it's a mental hurdle for you. Um, it, has and been, I actually, it has been quite the struggle. I was sitting in between last night. I was sitting in between both Giannato and Jeff. So I had you. Uh, you, you feel you. You could physically feel where I am in in, in life. I could literally physically feel exactly. I could physically feel where you are, and I was saying, and I know that for you, it's it's kind of hard to grasp whether the team was that bad without him. But for me, the the biggest difference is now instead of trying to play one of Jackson or Bain on the court at all times. You can play Jackson and Bain together at all times, and you can play Ja by himself. And that alone makes such a big difference. Like, the fact that Ja is here to eat 34 minutes of clock on a nightly basis is makes the team much, much, much better. When you have three good players in the NBA, 
you're a good team. Like, most of the time, you're a good team. Um, and I think the Grizzlies are a good team. Like, all of a sudden, and it's kind of hard. I- I'm with you. Like, it's kind of hard to grasp that, but I I believe that. Even though they looked so bad early on in the season, I just think that they're a lot better now. I think that he changes so much and such a different dynamic that I'm pretty confident this team's going to win at close to a 60% clip. No, I definitely agree with the idea that with those three guys, they're a good team. I also don't think that you should get a free pass. Like I, I think it's very obvious that like there were guys that were coasting without John. It's like, okay... Now that Jaw's back, like we'll, we'll start playing again. But like to me, to me, I think it's been very obvious that there was like if you want to talk about the biggest indictment, I think on what we've seen from Taylor Jenkins this year is the fact that like literally all they did was just add Jaw to the mix, and it's like guys started playing at a different level. Like to me, that's kind of the bigger issue that I've that I've struggled with. Yeah, no, I think that there's some truth to that. If you wanted to question, you know, the team's effort in the the days leading up to Ja coming back. I think that you could do that. Um, I mean, I think Marcus Smart questioned their effort in the days even before that. No, that well, that's true. But my, I guess my, if you wanted to, I guess the better way for me to phrase that is the mindset of the team. Because yep. you had Dez last night. Dez last night said, when you're losing, it's really hard to have the spirit. It's really hard to have the joy. And that had just gone away entirely, you know? So here they are. They bounced back, and uh, good for them. Um, and I do think that Jenkins could definitely do a different – he could have done a better job in that situation. I'm sorry. I'm in the airport, by the way, this morning, if you can't tell. Are you in the, are you in the fifth circle of hell that is known as Hartsfield International? I currently am, and uh, that speaker is – incredibly loud and uh it's very hard for me to keep my train of thought but what i was trying to get to is that uh i I do think jenkins could have done a better job i also think that the team had kind of thrown in the towel before draw came back and then this has kind of reignited everything um and part of that does fall on jenkins shoulders for sure no i mean like i've always felt like it's like okay at the end like as you're the coach like you are in charge of motivation like that is that's one of your things at the same time, it's like I also believe that that players should be motivated themselves. So there's kind of this delicate balance. Regardless, they're back kind of where they are now, which is it feels like a completely new team. And I guess for you, where are you starting kind of with the evaluations that, that we're going to see moving forward? Because I really do believe, to your point that you were making previously, when you got three guys that are good, you're going to be good. We know that those three guys are, are playing at a very high level, but I feel like yep. everything else is completely up for grabs. And so kind of where are you looking at with this team? Yeah, it's a like I, I think you have to look from a uh, short-term window and a long-term window yeah, here. Yeah, that's fair. I think Santi Aldama very clearly is talented enough and young enough where you just want him to be a part of the mix um, going forward. So I, I, I think that's pretty solidified. Um, you still need answers on the wing. I still think that there's uh, you could have more there, but we'll see. I mean, Marcus Smart could come back, play that role. You could have Vince Williams fill in behind him, and suddenly you've got two pretty useful, at least defensively, 
uh, wings there. Um, I think the big question is Biz and the center spot yeah. still. Just the front court in because general, right? If Yeah, the front court in minus general. J- minus Jaren. Um, and, and although I do, like, I'm... I like Santi, and I like what Santi brings, and I understand he's not the most consistent player, but I believe in the tools there. Like, it's, this isn't like Zaire where it flashes once out of every 15 games. And My biggest know. problem with Santi is not ability. I, it's more fit. Like, yeah. I, I struggle saying, like, what is the perfect fit for him? Uh, it's, that, is, that is a challenge, to, to find that, but I do think that he put, he pairs well with Jaron because they can space the floor at all five positions, which is a plus. So I think he's a useful bench player, and I don't necessarily think he has to have like a specific fit in that. You know, if you're just coming off the bench and filling spot minutes as a front court player, I think he works. Um, but the real question is, what do you think of Stephen Adams? Like, is Stephen yeah. Adams going to come back next year and be the same Stephen Adams and be awesome and dominate the offensive glass and pair really well with Ja? Um, or it, do you not believe that that's going to happen because he's going to be coming off a major knee surgery? And that's kind of what you have to figure out because if you're going to, to move on and try to start anew, then you could do that now, right? Like, you could trade pieces to get a big now this season and then help yourself this season and into next season. But if you still believe in Steven Adams, you don't really want to give up pieces for a season right now in which, you know, it's already been partially derailed. Although it's encouraging that Brandon Clark uh, looks like he may be able to come back this season at some point. I'm not holding out for the All-Star break. I think he, we might see him on the court, though. Um, just because he says he he's going to be back around the All Star break, I would I would caution. Yeah, I, I always just want to be because we know how Grizzlies Twitter gets and people just run with it. It's like breaking player has optimistic return date. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this is the truth, okay? And sometimes it's hard to hear the truth. The Gri- Grizzlies fans like to often. Um, say that the Grizzlies are not transparent about injury reports, and perhaps there are teams that are more transparent than the Grizzlies. I understand that. Um, but in the case of Brandon Clark, that has not been the case at all. Like Zach Kleiman proactively came out and said, yeah, and, uh, and Brandon Clark had a, a second surgery on his Achilles to clean some stuff up. Uh, yes, the second procedure. This year. Like, they've been out in front on this, right? So until I hear it from them, I actually I'm just going to choose to wait and believe that he's not going to play this season because, you know, we've seen this happen before where players have an optimistic timeline and everybody runs with it. And this is what Grizzlies fans do. It's what fans do in general. I shouldn't say Grizzlies fans. Every fan does this. They want to look at things from an optimistic perspective. Um, And I choose to, to look at this from an optimistic perspective perspective as well and i hope he's back and uh around the all-star break like he says and and we're all happy with that but i do i do think like we kind of got derailed there but the, the front court situation is interesting just because if you're going to make a move this season i think that's kind of clearly what you have to do i mean because you're 
you're not going to have enough sample of Marcus Smart to say, well, that's not going to work at that point, right? Like, you've already missed a lot of the season with him. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I think to your point about Steven Adams, I think the thing that's going to be difficult is it doesn't feel like you're going to make a decision with complete information. Like, one way or the other, either you're going to cut bait and maybe not have complete information, or you're going to kind of gamble with incomplete information. Like, how do you think they're going to weigh that? Because it doesn't feel like, like you could tell me that Steven Adams has played his, you know, his last game in a Grizzlies uniform, and I'd buy it. You can also tell me that Steven Adams, you know, has several more years in the tank, and I'd buy that. But it, it feels like you're not going to have a great sense one way or the other. Yeah, I don't think we are going to have a great sense one way or the other. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how he responds to rehab and despite all of the controversy that was out there when he was ruled out for the the season, I think, you know, all summer the updates were positive and they didn't think he was going to play this year. And so, you know, maybe that hurts a little bit. Maybe that makes you a little bit um, more concerned because you feel like maybe you can't trust the knee because he thought the knee was good over the summer and it ended up not being good. Um, So I don't know. But you're right. I mean, it's going to have to be a really challenging decision that the Grizzlies are going to have to make based on a player that they don't know what level of of center they're going to be getting. Are they going to get the dominant guy that's just gotten every rebound and is the perfect pairing with Jaw? Or are they going to get a version that's that's not quite that? I don't know, and that makes it really tough. But I just – this is great, and he actually is a – terrific human being and one of the best people to talk to in the locker room. Um, and it, he has an incredible story and does a lot for a lot of people. Um, on the basketball court, he's a plenty useful player for the Grizzlies. And I think given the situation, he's about the best the Grizzlies could have done. So, I mean, really hats off to him. He, I mean, he's not, he's not a starting level center for yeah. a playoff team that's being competitive. No, I mean, you can see where he's like a fourth or fifth big on a competitive team. But right. this yeah. that's that's not the role that he's in right now. And it's exactly. not his fault. Like, literally, like that's, they brought him in off the street. Like, I will say, I don't know many players that that were went from unemployed to that type of role that quickly. No, I mean, seriously. And... and I mean, he's just so well-spoken. The stuff yeah. he says is just so thoughtful. And, like, he's just great to be around. Great guy. Great guy to be around. Um, good for the locker room. Everybody really loves him. And uh, it was funny. There was smooth jazz playing in the Grizzlies locker room yesterday. And uh, I was standing by Ja. And I was like, man, this is a different vibe to get the smooth jazz in here. And Ja, ja looked at me and said, yeah, that's biz. Biz is in here. He's playing Afro beats and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, but apparently everybody likes it. So Biz is uh, Biz is also helping the Grizzlies acquire new taste in music. But I am boarding my next flight, Jeffrey. All right, buddy. But I really appreciate you having me on, man. No, we appreciate and, uh, you. It's been fun. It's and been en- fun. enjoy the enjoy the fifth circle of hell that is Hartsfield International. Yeah, I will try. I will try. Well, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to everybody that listens. And uh, thanks for reading and following along. All right, buddy. Be good. Yeah. See ya. That is Drew Hill of the Daily Memphian. Chris Harrington's going to join us at the top of the hour. We'll get back into, we will, of course, get back into the Grizzlies with Chris. 
Chris will offer some deeper insights than yours truly. We also have some other news going on today. And if you've been following along in the wonderful world that is college football and college athletics, you might be aware that Florida State is not happy. Well, today, Florida State announced that they will legally, their board of trustees will grant their legal counsel the right to formally challenge the ACC's grant of rights. They hosted a conference call for media members and the like this morning. And essentially, I can distill that conference call and the the tenor of that conference call down to one statement. We signed a bad deal. And there were, of course, some pot shots thrown. They called the CFP the Invitational. I kind of liked that one. Uh, But essentially, they are upset that they agreed to a bad deal. Now, the actual question for Florida State, and we'll discuss how it could impact Memphis moving forward, is what does this legal challenge look like? And what are the odds of it being successful? My suspicion is, much like anything, this legal challenge is going to try to set up some type of settlement. Because one of the key things that you saw today, they had some nice charts uh, and graphics that, oh, by the way, were seem to be ready to go and handed out. And they were pointing out, essentially, it's going to be 570 I think it was $576 million to successfully break up with the ACC. I presume they're throwing that number out there to show the high end, and they don't want to meet that number, so they're going to try to settle. What does this mean also, though, for other schools? So over the summer, you kept hearing there were schools that didn't necessarily agree with how Florida State was going about it, but they did agree with Florida State's general complaint in which the ACC's TV deal, which, by the way, they all signed, is preventing them from being successful. And a lot of them were trying to figure out ways to get out of said TV deal so that they could prosper. Well, one detail that I did think was interesting today, I believe Nicole Auerbach had it on Twitter, but it's I presume it must have been said during the course of the conference call. ESPN has the right to exercise the extension. So we keep hearing about 2036 is the year that the TV deal runs through. Well, the detail that we learned today is that Actually, that de- that contract is up for extension on 2027, but ESPN has the unilateral power to extend. They have the option, if you will. And if you're ESPN, why would you, from a business perspective, why would you not? So my first thought was perhaps this whole lawsuit is to motivate ESPN to not extend that grant of rights in 2027. But if you're ESPN, why would you not? It's going to be considered. The only reason that you wouldn't do it if you're ESPN is if you don't think that it's going to make money at that level. 
I am very curious to see if we can successfully challenge a legal agreement under the premise of, I didn't mean to sign a bad deal. I suppose you could, and I'm assuming this is what Florida State's legal team will challenge, is that it wasn't necessarily that they signed the bad deal. It's that they had no choice but to sign the bad deal. They had nowhere else to go. And that is indeed because the conference was signing it, even whether or not, like, they were coerced yep. into signing it. I suppose that's their legal argument? Yeah, I, I, that's the only argument you can come up with, Jeffrey. But is that going to work? I, my, my working theory on this, and uh, I'll see what smarter people I don't will think say about it. I don't think no, I think this is all to, A, it's a FU to the league. Right. It's a giant FU to the league. Because they're literally filed it the, the Friday before Christmas. Right. But I think what this is all intending to do is to create public pressure so that ESPN won't extend the deal in 2027. Here's an idea. Is there, is there, the, is there the thought that maybe some of these other teams in the ACC will follow their, their lead on this and then, you know, yeah, so get the troops together? There has always been the belief in the ACC that, as I said, the gentlemen don't handle it like Florida State right. does. Right. But they agree. Right. Clemson agrees. Carolina agrees. Uh, but also there's there's some political maneuvering here. North Carolina can't be seen as the, the one that delivers the death blow to the ACC. It's their league. Mm-hmm. It was like that that they can't be they can't be seen as as the uh, instigators, if you will. I don't know. I mean, I, at a certain level. It's obvious Florida State wants out. Well, and I think also you're trying to demonstrate to the fans who are. I think really there is definitely up. some. It, a lot of it seems like a lot of times what you do in some of these organizations is you're doing a little bit of grandstanding so you can demonstrate to your fans, look, you know, we have done everything we can to get out of this what we perceive to be this crap league, um, but there's nothing more we can do. There's no question this is playing to the base. So that's it. Well, there's definitely been some some political theater, too. Uh, Drew Weatherford, former quarterback, who's also apparently on the board. I would like to get a copy of that. It right. was, like, scripted. And he's like, well, Mr. Weatherford, we don't actually have a copy of that. Like, it was like a... It, it was, was all, it was it all was rehearsed. theater. It was like yeah, theater, it was, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all rehearsed. All right, let's get back into the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll talk more about that during hour number two. But let's get back with the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll discuss the Grizzlies with Chris Harrington next, right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This holiday season, we've filled your stockings with sports. Grizzlies, Tigers, college football, and the NFL. Celebrate the holidays with sports throughout the Mid-South on 92.9 FM, ESPN. Zero in on a win with Southland Casino and Pepsi Zero Sugar. You could win an Audi each day from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. December 28th through December 31st. Win your share of 400 $40,000 in free play and prizes, including an Audi Q3. Q- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 